Hi everyone, and welcome to the Caffeine Buzz podcast, where we talk about life, health, and everything in between. I'm your host, Katie. And I'm your host, Taylor. We hope you enjoy the podcast and join us in being over-caffeinated and opinionated. Okay. Um, I didn't even make notes this time. I have some things. <laughs> like, I kind of... Like, I know in my head what I want to talk about. My mic's about, working, so. right? Yeah. Okay. I think maybe we could start with just how last week's podcast went. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Think? Do you want to, like, do, like, oh, hey, guys, like, welcome I'm- back. Or do you want to just start right into it? I just, that's what I was That's what you're do. doing? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Try that again. Um, so, yeah, I think we can just start with how last week's podcast went. Yeah. I mean, I think already we have really good feedback. I know. I had, like, a surprising amount of people reach out to me and yeah. say that they actually enjoyed it. I know. It which was actually weird. Not that I knew people would kind of enjoy the random banter that we have. Yeah. But people were like, no, my God, you guys are so funny, and... I mean, not that I... I know. I knew, like, our close friends were going to listen to it just to support us, but I had people that, I mean, I'm friends with, I know them, but reached out to me and were like, it was actually so good, can't wait for episode two. Yeah. I like, oh, and I mean, wow. editing it too, I was kind of worried about, like, the awkward silence parts, yeah. but I think because we laughed through it, yeah. people were like, no, it's actually really funny, and I was yeah. like, okay, well, good, because there's probably going to be a lot of awkward silences throughout our first few episodes yeah so no I thought it was really good and I think it also we had a lot of good feedback when we asked what people wanted Mm -hmm. us to talk about so I think we can definitely touch on some of it today but a lot of it I think people are already relating to yeah you know just listening to us seems like a hit so if we can get on some good topics then I think it'll be at least purposeful yeah no I agree so yeah how was your week what did you get up to this week? <laughs> um, what are your highs and lows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I I mean, I've been applying to jobs and stuff since I've been back, so mm-hmm. that's kind of what I was occupied with this week, but... It's kind of tough for you with all the things being locked down. Like, restaurants aren't really, like, at their best Yeah, and right now. I mean, even <clears throat> besides the fact that they're locked down, a lot of places are also just getting rid of stuff. Which mm-hmm. is also super if difficult. Not getting right rid now. of, at least not hiring. Yeah. And I mean, me, myself, like, I I would love to work at a gym. Like, fitness is my thing, but gyms aren't even open right now. So, yeah. what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. You know, half the jobs I applied to were for gyms. And it's, I mean, I know the lockdown's technically done in two weeks, but well, two we'll weeks see about that. Time. So, yeah. Yeah. What did you get up to? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> never asked me how I'm doing. I mean, I technically know because our yeah, desks are right next together, to each other. But uh, I had an interview and I'm going to be a little receptionist. Good. <clears throat> On where? Saturdays. Hmm? Where? Hair desires. <laughs> hey, I know, but our viewers don't. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just a busy week with school starting and stuff so mm-hmm. we both had interviews this week i just realized that yeah yeah i love getting interviewed though i i kill it I'll i think it right depends now. on what like if i'm actually motivated for the position i'm applying for then yeah. it's totally different because i'm actually interested in the conversation but i've been through interviews where i actually have no <laughs> intention on taking the job and it makes it yeah. so much Maybe that would be kind of an interesting topic to talk about is like applying to jobs. Oh yeah. Because I mean at our age that's I feel like that's all we're doing. And then 
particularly in North Bay. Yeah, maybe we could do like our top tips for an interview or top yeah. tips for whatever. I think yeah. that would be I feel really pretty good. confident in my interview abilities, so I've got never tell what I apply for. So. <laughs> I like I to know. think I'm pretty confident. I just I flip like like a switch. Oh my customer service talk, voice just comes oh, full yeah. force. I um, laugh at everything. Yeah. Like I just big smile on my face. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Anyways, did we want to start with the questions that... Yeah, well, so because of the Instagram post, there was a couple people that had things they wanted us to talk about. So you had a question and I had a question. Um, and yours was, why did you start fitness? This is a good one because it's it goes back so far and I feel like I could go into a bunch of detail with it, but... I mean, I grew up an athlete. I've been an athlete since I basically came out of the womb. I, you know, did 12, 13 years of gymnastics. And then high school, I got into track and field, basketball, a little bit of volleyball. And then when I realized going into college that all those sports were coming to an end, uh-huh. I kind of had that moment of like, what, what do I do now? Yeah. And, you know, when you grow up an athlete, any athlete can relate to it, but you're spending hours in a day Mm -hmm. so when those hours were disappearing it was like you know three to five hours of my day were now open Mm -hmm. I guess is the best way to put it so it's like okay what where how can I fill this void and then I had friends who were into Olympic lifting and that's kind of how I I don't want to say started into fitness because I actually started going to the gym before I got into Olympic lifting but I got my gym membership when I got into Olympic lifting and then from there, I mean, I just found myself in the gym for well, <laughs> hours in a day. Even so. before that, you were working out at the in the workout room at yeah, the yeah. I started my senior year of high school. We, the high school just got this woman's fitness room, mm-hmm. and I remember I was the only one I swear yeah. who used it for <laughs> the longest time. I remember I went to work out with you. And I still don't like working out, and I did never will. <laughs> and I remember you made me do a plank. <laughs> and I think I held it for 15 seconds and I stopped right then and I just sat in the workout room with you. Yeah. Like, it, it was never my thing, but I, I feel like what's, I don't know, for some people, they never really see their athletic sport ending, but we kind of knew, you know, we weren't going to pursue past high school, so mm-hmm. we kind of had it in our head already that, you know, we have to work out to stay active or to stay in shape. Yeah. Like, I always knew that. And I think it made the transition from not having sports anymore to, you know, whatever, or having them to not having them a little easier. Because I knew, like, if I want to stay fit, you need to work out. Yeah. And I think for me, it was mostly, I didn't really see it as staying fit at the time because Mm -hmm. I just, growing up an athlete, staying fit isn't really something you think about. It just kind of happens. Yeah. So for me at the time, I'm a very competitive person, as you know. Mm -hmm. And I think when I knew I wasn't... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) um but when I wasn't gonna be competing anymore I needed to find something where I could kind of compete with myself Uh in a sense where the gym allowed me to do that like oh you know I'm I'm lifting the 20s this week let's go for the 25s next week Uh it just kind of became a competition with myself yeah yeah and I'm still like that today and I think that's what drives me is I'm just so naturally competitive that the gym is also an outlet for that yeah so but what was yeah. your question? My question was, 
What makes you so nervous about the gym? <laughs> this is a good one. We could talk about this I could talk about this forever. I don't know. Like, I used to do group sports, and I don't know. It was just... I always had somebody with me. That's part of it, for sure. Like, I don't know. Somebody would guide me. Somebody would say, okay, do these exercises or go run a lap or something. I always had coaches. So I'm not very self-motivated, and I'm not very educated. Like, when I write my workouts, I'll write back arm thingy bend like that's literally <laughs> what I write but it makes sense to me so I'm already anxious about how much knowledge I have about mm-hmm. exercises what's best for me like I have an idea and I kind of work with what I have so I'm already it's a feeling of shame like it's like I don't look like I know what I'm doing or at least that's what I say in my head so like going to the gym where I'm exposed and like you know what am I wearing is it trendy is it cute like you know, am I gonna have a camel toe like I'm just like <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> so like I would say I'm like nervous about the gym because I can rationalize it it's just I have these anxieties about I don't know because I find if I'm if I'm pursuing something I want to be good at it yeah so until I feel really confident with my workout plans my own education because everybody's different right and I know nobody's judging me for what I'm doing and I've I've heard from you you say nobody's watching you nobody cares everybody's doing their own thing yeah as a gym rat myself we're so focused on ourselves in Mm -hmm. the gym it's I wish more uh like newbies we'll call them Mm -hmm. understood that us who are in there all the time we like we probably won't even notice you if you're in the gym honestly Yeah. yeah well that's another thing too is like I do know that like but I don't know what I'm doing in the gym. And, and I have a fear yeah. of... I know they're not judging me, but it's the thought that, like... But I think that's where, as gym rats... Sorry to interrupt, but I just... <laughs> I don't want to lose this thought. Okay. Um, but we kind of forget... I'm, I'm very educated in this stuff. Not only did mm-hmm. I go to school for a lot of this, but I've been doing it for almost a decade now. So mm-hmm. I think that's where us, you know, so-called gym rats go wrong is that we assume that everyone just knows what they're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're not necessarily judging you, or at least I know I I can't even... I don't know anybody who judges people in the gym, mm-hmm. personally. And I know there's people out there who do it, but yeah. we just um, underestimate the knowledge aspect. Mm-hmm. Because I'm in there, and, you know, I know almost every single exercise. I know how to perform it. I am mm-hmm. a certified personal trainer, so I know a lot of the technique. But someone like you, who's newer to the gym... Yeah is so uneducated yeah and okay whoa <laughs> no i'm just <laughs> <laughs> i meant in terms we'll of like blow the gym game. but it's also not just the exercises mm-hmm. understanding kind of the how the gym works yeah. right common courtesies um yeah putting your weights away or using certain benches for certain things or using different equipment for different things it's just because I've been in it for so long, it's so natural to me. Yeah, like, I have a crippling fear <laughs> of doing something embarrassing at the gym. Like, you know, you drop something, or you get off a machine and it smacks really loud. Like, I physically crumble when I think about it. Like, it's the worst. I don't know. I do need to get over it because I want more equipment. If I could have my home gym, I would be the most pleased because yeah. it's well it's it's not I just it's like my comforted area yeah. like I have my stuff nobody's around me I can do what I want struggle as much as I want like 
<clears throat> I have the worst, like, lung capacity. Yeah. So I'm dying when I'm doing my exercises, but I don't feel that shame. I could just sit in pain and nobody's there to see it. Yeah. Which, yeah. I don't know. It just it gym anxiety. I know a lot of people can relate. There's so many different reasons to be, to feel afraid of the gym. You know, you're, you're embarrassed or there's other people, like, you sweat a lot or, you know, your own insecurities. And I need to get over it. I think there's nothing to be afraid of. Um, it's just more of a personal, my own personal mm-hmm. issues with myself Yeah. that I need to get, get over. Because I'm just as welcome in that gym as the gym rats. And sometimes I feel like I'm in your way. No, exactly. You're no, I, I know exactly what you The mean. people who are very confident in there, I don't want to step on their toes. Yeah. And I know I wouldn't be, but there's still that, like, you know, I'm not from here. I'm not around here usually, but do you mind sharing? Like, even though it's just as much mine as it is theirs. Well, that's the thing. And, I mean, I think we're portrayed as confident just because we, we kind of know what we're doing in yeah. there, right? But it's not out of cockiness I mean yeah there's those odd you know few Uh that I can say it is out of cockiness but it's just because we're confident in ourselves and what we're doing in there that you would feel like that in the gym it's intimidating yeah it's not your fault but it's intimidating but I mean me if someone came into the gym and I you know I kind of knew that they were new if you if they came up to me and asked me any question I would be so like more than happy to help them and I think that's where I, a lot of people are scared to ask questions in the gym, uh-huh. but I, I wish I could just tell them all that well, not to be scared because I, I would be more than happy to help, and I know a lot of people would be more than happy. To I help. do think there's comfort in going to, you know, like my, as being a woman, I would go to a woman mm-hmm. for that advice. So because I do think women in the gym are becoming more of a, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it wasn't, but that the powerlifters like. You know, it's we're equivalent to the big jock men. In there. Yeah, society so has made my, it seem like a very male dominant. It's reassuring thing. to know that there's people like you in the gym. Mm-hmm. Like I would feel comfortable going to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure the next girl or somebody that's just as shy as me, like, would go to you. Yeah. So it's kind of nice to hear your welcoming of that, and I'm sure many other women mm-hmm. are too. I'm not saying anything towards men at all, but it is intimidating. I would go to the biggest jacked guy in there and be like, "Excuse me." Yeah. Can I have some help? But I think it's also, I still, I mean, I last month, even when I was in the gym, I'm pretty sure I asked someone for help with an exercise. Mm-hmm. People underestimate that even the most confident person, I've been doing this, like I said, for almost 10 years now, and I still ask questions sometimes, yeah. you know? Yeah. I'll be like, how, how should I perform this? Or if it's a newer exercise to me, I get someone to help me with that mm-hmm. mind-muscle connection, regardless of the experience that I have. I'm still yeah. asking questions. I guess it's it's just definitely reassuring to know that it's a welcoming environment. Well, there's going to be those people that are mm-hmm. more possessive of the gym and, you know, a little bit more rude about it, but I think the majority is welcoming and, like, I'm going to encourage myself to try going and if other people want to, like, have the same fears as me, like, we're in this together. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. I get it. I have a sister that's literally a gym rat, <laughs> personal trainer, phys ed, educated. Like, so it's intimidating. I'm going into it like scared, but yeah. it's my own journey. It's my I'm allowed in that gym. Yeah. So I should use the equipment. It's literally 
I mean, at this point, it's like the act confident and no one will question you type of thing, uh-huh. you know? Make it till you make it. Yeah. And it's kind of true in that sense. Go in with a plan. Do your own research on your own time. But if you go in and just get what you need uh-huh. to get done, I think that's what will help a lot of new people in the gym is, you know, even if you write out your workout and you research those specific exercises, even just YouTube or Google, like how to perform this or uh-huh. whatever. And there's tons and tons yeah. of videos and stuff that you can watch heck even sometimes when i'm in the gym and i'm unsure of how to properly perform an exercise i will sit there on youtube in the Mm -hmm. gym there's no shame in it nobody knows you know what i mean so even if you're ashamed of it nobody's gonna be over your shoulder watching the fact that you're on youtube like on that whole thing like not i don't know another thing i struggle with but i also feel very confident about is how much time I feel like I need to spend in the gym. Mm-hmm. I, you know me, I, I like a good hard thirty minute workout and then I'm done. Like and then that's it's all stretching you or whatever. Yeah. So I used to. I'm pretty sure I have a tweet on my old old Twitter account that was exactly that. Back in high school, I said you don't need to work out for two hours to feel like you've accomplished something. Mm-hmm. Which that was used to be a fear. It was like you'd go in, you're happy for two hours and you're working out, and it's like I used to think that's what I needed to do but I don't like working out I do it because you know I want to stay fit and active and healthy so I have to get over that too if I go to the gym I don't need to be in there I you know well and I think it needs to be communicated more because a lot of newer people will look at people like me and be like well she's spending you know two hours in the gym what like should I be doing that yeah but I mean, speaking on my behalf, I spend that amount of time in the gym because I truly enjoy every single minute I'm in there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, my workout itself is probably total 40 minutes, maybe to an hour, depending on what I'm doing. But I, you know, I socialize in the gym, like all my friends are there. It's, it's a place where I feel Zen. Mm -hmm. So I take the most time I can in a day. Yeah. It has nothing to do with, you know, the appropriate amount of or length of time you should be working out. It has nothing to do with how effective, like, what you're doing or what's better than the other. It's just yeah, preference. Exactly. Like, I could I go in there and get my workout done as quickly as I could if I really wanted to. Yeah. Um, like I said, it would probably be 40 minutes to an hour, but... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I'm only in there that long because I just enjoy it in there. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay, so... Another thing we got based on last week's podcast was to talk about coffee, fitness, fashion and style, and being a young young adult. So I it's think, kind of like... Yeah. I mean, that's... We can kind of spread that out too, but I think maybe we could touch on the young adult part because mm-hmm. I feel like both of us are kind of going through, mm-hmm. you know, that harsh reality of, okay, we're done school. Well, I am. Yeah. And... As much as people say, oh, there's no timeline, I still have the question shoved down my throat every single day. What are you doing now? Uh-huh. What career are you doing? Oh, you graduated school? What are, what are you doing with it? Yeah. And it's, I face that every single day. Yeah. And I, I try to tell myself, okay, like, there's, there's no timeline. Go at your own pace. Do what you can. But society places this pressure on us younger people, on okay what what are you doing with your life what's your plan what's your five-year plan what's your 10-year plan 
I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's like, as much as I would love to plan, I, I mean, I the last four months of my life I tried to plan and everything I've planned has gone down the drain. And yeah. it's, it's, it's hard because it's easy to look at it that way. Like everything you've done has not worked out, but you've done all those things and you at least learned something from it. And I could preach all yeah. I want to be like, thank you. Positive. But that's where I don't understand these people who are like, what's your five-year plan? I'm like, I don't... You think I know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I I agree. Like, I have no clue what I'm doing. Like, I have this... You know, when I put it on paper, I'm like, oh, I'm going to graduate, work all summer, apply, like, apply for my master's, get in, two more years, but then it's the... I have to pay for that. Yeah. You know, the job I'm going to get is, you know, a serving job. It's not a full-time job, but then I feel like I should have a 9-to-5 because that's the right that's, thing to that's do. That's what society tells us is the right thing to do. Yeah. Like, graduate, get yourself a 9-to-5, and work until you retire. Like, yeah. And then, and then have fun with your life like, after that. Things are definitely different now. There's more people that don't do that, mm-hmm. or at least our generation is more... We think outside the box like we're not doing the streamline school graduate work retire yeah go to an old age home and i think it's just because we've finally broken from that so-called norm mm-hmm. you know what i mean there, there's so many other possibilities and it's funny too because a lot of our parents it's you know when they're asked when they're young what do you want to be when you grow up and it's the classic i want to be a cop i want to be a nurse i want to be a doctor mm-hmm. it's very to the book well then that's what for you bringing that up i find it makes it hard to know what your other options are because they don't talk to you about the other jobs in between that or below that or above that or you know something down that line but a little different like they don't Mm -hmm. it makes me feel hopeless because if i'm not a psychologist or if i'm not that very obvious title what am i gonna do yeah like what jobs can i have so that's like my fear but it's not even it's almost sad that people ask what are you gonna be and not what are you gonna do because we have Mm -hmm. it in our heads that we have to be something yeah you know what I mean but how do you put a title to for example what I've kind of been doing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. I I do the online training and it's but I don't have a title and it's that's where it's so drilled into our heads growing up what do you want to be and Mm -hmm. it's like well myself but doing something yeah how do you how do you explain that to someone that's a good point because you've you know to bring it up like you were feeling pretty defeated at times like you didn't you weren't being productive or you weren't doing the right thing and it's I tried telling you it's harder to kind of hear than it is to you know Mm -hmm. actually believe it or whatever um harder to believe it yeah you can hear it but it's hard to believe yeah anyways but <laughs> like you've been doing stuff mm-hmm. just getting up and doing a small task is something and i'm a strong believer that work when you're motivated for it because it's like so much more rewarding because you you wanted to do it and you got it done but forcing yourself to do things first of all is just miserable and two like you just don't get the reward from it mm-hmm. you know you're, you're forcing yourself to do it so you're like oh, okay it I did feels it. more exhausting than anything oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, life, young adult. It's confusing for everybody, and it's... I know we're not the only ones going through it, but 
damn it, people look like they know what they're doing. I know. <laughs> I think that's like the most stressful part. And that's, I mean, we can go on and on about how social media portrays that everyone knows what they're doing, whether it's the gym, yeah, that's life, a given. Yeah. like anything, you know, you go on social media and I'm like, I don't even know what that word means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes I read a capture and I'll see someone's story and I'm like, am I supposed to? am I supposed to do that too? Yeah. You know? Like, am I supposed to be like you? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. It's just, it it's goes hard down not to, to the whole, like, you know, I could ask so many people in their early 20s, do you even know what a mortgage is? We're not even taught the most basic life things mm-hmm. growing up, and it's like... Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> a little bit of technical difficulties just there, but um, we'll continue on with kind of what we were talking about yeah i think it was just mostly how adulting is you know we're yeah. not really taught how to adult yeah and it's actually it's kind of funny because i mean if i were to think about what i would have been like at this age you know years ago yeah i i thought i would have it figured out yeah. i thought i, would well, I was be... gonna be married with kids <laughs> yeah. a full-time job <laughs> like okay where's my husband where's yeah. kids it's yeah. like it's just it I mean, no one ever really knows what they're doing, and I think people are starting to realize yeah. that. There's comfort in that, knowing that other people don't know. Yeah. But... And I have to, I do have to remind myself of that, because sometimes I fall into that funk of, I don't know what I'm doing, but it seems like everyone else does. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. then I remind myself, I'm like, okay, no, nobody has it figured out. Yeah. Nobody One of does. the best things that's helped me when I felt very defeated, like, about what I was doing, is I straight up asked people for mm-hmm. help like not not even like oh i'm i can't do it I, like help me like pick me up off the floor it's what do i need to do yeah or i reach out to people i google things like it's that little bit of initiative and people like talking about themselves you know they like you know giving advice especially if you ask something or somebody that's in your field and you're you're like what did you do to get there or mm-hmm. and most of the time they say i fell into it yeah. You know, and it's kind of hard because for me, I like a clear path. Yeah. But it's also reassuring because, you know, they didn't plan all this. They never had a step one, two, three, four, five, and you'll get here. So it's kind of good that way, too. That's why I never really stress too much about, you know, what I'm currently doing. Is it enough? It's like, you know, if it's not enough, I'll pick it up later. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll do the things I need to. But as of right now, I'm doing what I know I need to be doing. Yeah. I think it's just, it's so hard too because I'm the type, I do not like asking for help. Uh. And it's, I think I've only realized it recently that, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't be asking people to necessarily, like you said, hold my hand. Uh-huh. But I think I'm realizing that I can't do everything on my own as much as I would like yeah. to. But at the same time, it's, it's the mindset you have about it, right? Mm-hmm. Especially because you're so competitive with yourself. For you asking for help, maybe that's the wrong choice of words, fe- makes you feel a sense of defeat. Like, yeah. oh, I couldn't do it. But it's more like, I'm going to do it, mm-hmm. and my resource, my resources and the things I'm going to do to get where I'm choosing to go is by asking somebody what they do. or yeah. what they. That's, a, that's choices to getting yourself where you need to be. It's still a choice of yours to ask for help. It shouldn't be a defeating, like, oh, I didn't make it, I didn't do it. It's, you don't know what you're doing. I know. You're not supposed yeah. to know. It's not supposed to come to you naturally. Like, it's just in your memory log somewhere. It's, you literally, physically do not know. Yeah. And so I think it's I'm like, just you have to learn. To that. I, yeah. I need to 
and we shouldn't say reaching out for help it should almost be termed like i'm, I'm branching out i'm yeah. i'm you know getting resources getting the tools so, yeah exactly. and the information the you need no that's yeah a good way to put it but yeah and i wish that was more normalized today you know what yeah. i mean because there i think there's still that stigma of if i ask someone are they gonna think i'm just relying on them you know yeah. what i mean i think that's what i'm also not i don't want to say afraid but well there's a difference between you know asking for advice and help or whatever and trying to or follow someone. that person's yeah. exact footsteps like don't be a copycat but use what they learned or what they yeah. did as maybe a tool or maybe just some sort of guidance mm-hmm. for you to continue on it's it's literally like you're on a straight path your own path and then you just have a little side pass on you know yeah. next to you okay i'll check this out and then i'm gonna get back on mine mm-hmm. okay i'll check that out i'll go back straight onto my course and i think i've realized that even recently with because that's kind of what we want to do with our podcast right you and i want to share our own experiences our own mm-hmm. thoughts to hopefully help that one person that is looking for certain answers or mm-hmm. certain guidance and yeah i think i kind of have to put myself in their perspective and be like okay if these people are talking about their ex- their experiences they're just sharing what they know and what they've learned through everything so yeah you know i have to look at it like that too mm-hmm. so. yeah so another couple things that um, a friend of ours wanted us to maybe talk about was music food social media relations and all the relations to mental health within and fitness within that you know it we can't cover everything but Mm -hmm. one thing that i actually wanted to talk about was music and i because for mental health and fitness how it affects you and like how it makes you feel because for me personally music changes everything i think we're both music junkies yeah in terms of i mean everywhere we go in the house you're listening to something Mm -hmm. and i'm listening to something yeah and i think music is so underrated when it comes Mm -hmm. to mental health and both you and i can attest to it through our darkest days and even the highest days we're always relying on music yeah so and i'll never like say one genre is better whatever just sets you in the mood like i need music when i'm showering (laughs) i need it when i'm working out i need it when i'm lounging when i'm partying like i just music sets the tone for how i'm feeling and it's kind of i don't know like yeah what i did yesterday i was feeling a little upset i turned on some (laughs) sad music and i sat in the shower because it just even though it's kind of it might make things worse <laughs> in some ways. Like people are like, don't listen to sad music if you're but sad. But I think but you need to feel it helps what me, you're feeling. Yeah, it you helps know? me feel that moment of like, yeah. sad. it's like a movie. Like I'm putting myself in a movie where I'm like <laughs> in this despair. Like it's like when you're like little and you're staring out the car window. Yeah, <laughs> and like you're draping your figures like over the window and like yeah, main character vibes. Literally, sure. <laughs> but I do find like at least for fitness too you have your playlist and mm-hmm. it really helps set the tone for yeah. things and you know i just i thought that was kind of a fun topic it is an interesting topic makes me feel good and i mean people ask me all the time like what do you, what kind of music do you listen to and i honestly except for heavy metal i'll yeah. listen to <laughs> like screamo heavy metal I'm yeah that's it's, it's not really my i'll choice. listen to anything really and it honestly just i have to tell people it just depends what i'm doing you know if i'm driving in the car it's typically you know 
they, like songs I can absolutely belt. Yeah. <laughs> um, same with the shower, but then like when I'm in the gym, it's like hardcore rap, like mm-hmm. Eminem, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just so funny that it just depends what I'm doing. It used to. It's funny. I used to be embarrassed when people would ask me what kind of music I liked because I felt too. like judged. Because don't get me wrong, throw on some Nicki Minaj and I'll <laughs> lose. Like I love her, but I'm also like. You know, I like my indie and my alternative. Like, that's my main choice. But then when I'm working out, I listen to, like, Katy Perry. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Like, I, you know, my genre changes. And I used to find music defines your identity. But, like, it doesn't. You could still be this indie alternative. Like, you know, you can yeah. favorite that. But if you want to throw out some Nicki Minaj, you throw out some Nicki Minaj. No, I used to be, like... Whenever someone would ask, oh, do you want to go on Ox? I used to be almost oh my terrified God, I'd to sweat. go on Ox because I'd be so scared that people would judge my music. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like you said, you can still have a certain personality or whatever and listen to oh, yeah. music that, you know, by well, society norms doesn't fit your yeah. your personality. But, I mean, would you expect me, a little, you know, blonde girl, to be blasting hardcore rap and Eminem in the gym? Like, not really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so. I feel like there is judgment towards, like, oh, you can't listen to, I don't know, screamo music. You're, you know, way too... Yeah. But it's music. You, know. you should have complete it makes freedom feel good. over expression. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever makes you feel good. That's my motto. Yeah. I will say, though, if I'm at a party... And I'm on Ox. You're listening to the 2010s. The Black Eyed Peas. Classic throwbacks. Oh, like B.O.B., Jason Derulo, any of that stuff. It's on. I don't want to hear any complaints. I feel like that's kind of how I realized I was getting older, was that I'm now listening to that kind of music that I'm like, oh, the 2010s, man. Good times. And then I'm realizing that there's people, like, how old would they have, what are we, 2022? Yeah. Sorry, I can't do math. It's okay. <laughs> I'm trying in my head for you, and I can't. Like, teenagers now were born in... Well, it's like the TikTok songs. and Well, you know what's funny is I judge our parents because they still listen to their music from back yeah, then. I'm like, I oh, like, move on. Like, to. get with the program. But then I, I'm I'm stuck in the 2010s. No, 100%. Like, I, they're like that's going to be me. The, oh, I love the 80s music. And, like, don't get me wrong, I do like the odd 80s song. But it's... Same thing, right? Yeah. Their stuff My kids there. are going to be listening to Flo Rida and Black Eyed Peas <laughs> instead of like ACDC and Guns N' Roses. Like, yeah. like the Jason Derulo. Oh, my oh God. God. They're going to hate me. <laughs> That's okay. We'll be rapping like super bass and our kids are going to want to rip their heads off. Oh, yeah. They're not going to get it. <laughs> they're going to not. you're not cool. They're not going <laughs> to understand the Google lyrics on the thing and then replaying the song every 30 seconds to see if you learn the lyrics and then you'd whip it out at school. I used to hear like we would lyrics. sit in the, like at recess and be like, "This one's for the boys and the boomers." Like <laughs> we'd all go nuts, like all of us, and we'd be so like proud. I remember somebody, one of my friends or somebody I knew, like posted it, and I was like peeved because I was like, "I could do it too." She just posted it first, <laughs> but then it was like, it was funny because I feel like everyone learned super bass and everybody was like, yeah, look at me rap this. And then look at me now came out and, and everybody so was defeated. Everyone was just like sat down. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody was like, okay, hold on. Yeah. I remember I used to even Google those lyrics. Oh my like, God. Like all the time. Yeah. But 
Anyway, we've all done it. They're, and they're just our kids are not going to understand the struggle of super base. I just but it's my even, point. Do you remember LimeWire? LimeWire refresh my memory. It was like where you would illegally download music. Oh, the, do you, you remember get, like Lime MP3 Wire? version? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! But it's even I don't. Think... I used to do that all the time, and I used to. Well, it was illegal, Dude, I guess. We would, but we screwed up all our computers with that. One hundred percent. That thing was just like a virus. Oh, like one hundred percent. Yeah. But <laughs> oh. jinx. Um, yeah. I don't I think that's like pretty good. Um we had a pretty good shot. It's getting easier. Yeah. To talk with the mic. Um I definitely I think after we post every episode we should ask people what they want. Just some hear. questions and stuff. Because I think we can I mean we can go off on a lot of different things, but yeah. That's our problem. <laughs> yeah. we can just it's it was nice having some guidance. Yeah. So I guess the plug now would just say if anybody wants to hear something, like let us know. Like we'll post something on Instagram anyways. Yeah. Um yeah. Good good vibe so far. I mean for episode two, I think we're we're pretty Yeah, we've actually had something to say. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. I don't think we had too many awkward silences today. I don't think there was a silence we had a bit of a We didn't shut technical up. Technical difficulty. A technical difficulty, but <laughs> we didn't shut up. So, all right. Well, cool. I think that's good. Thanks, thanks for listening. For, yeah, thanks for listening. I think we're we will do uploads every Sunday. So, yeah. I mean, that's unless something changes, I can't see that. Yeah. You know, being a problem. So. Yeah. Cool. Right. Well, thanks everyone. Catch Talk you in the later. next one. <laughs>